This episode is brought to you by our friends at CCB Technology. CCB Technology wants you to know that you do not have to put up with a bad IT experience. What does that look like? Well, you've all, listening in on this, had a bad IT experience. Unfortunately, it's bound to happen. I don't know what my password is. How do I reset this thing? I submit a ticket to some whoever. I go ask the person down the hall who's already doing three different jobs to try and help me reset my password. And then the response comes back whenever it's convenient for the response to come back. Uh, I don't know. Try to restart. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do here. It's not connected to the who's and thing of jigger. Is your business protected from downtime because people don't know how to reset their passwords? Is your business protected from downtime because of somebody clicking a bad email? What about all of that sensitive customer information? Is it protected? CCB technology, they are the folks that can make sure that you don't have downtime from unanswered questions or problems not being solved right the first time. CCBtechnology.com. Go there. You don't have to mess around with a bad IT experience. Welcome to the Impact Leadership Podcast, where we believe that no one drifts into excellence. I'm your host, Steve Shear, and welcome also to those of you whose first time it is being here. We've been picking up some new listeners with this brand new uh, Leadership Exposed series that Patrick's doing, and this is episode two of Leadership Exposed. So if you missed the first one, you can go back and listen to that. Uh, they are going to stack slightly, but the theme here is to learn from Patrick's mistakes or missteps as a leader. He is the owner of both Impact of Leadership and CCB Technology. So he knows what he's talking about and he's not afraid to air his own dirty laundry. This will not be gossip. This will not be hearsay. Uh, The names will protect the innocent, but you will learn from Patrick's mistakes so that, in his own words, as he says many times, so that you can be better than him. We want to add value to your life and one of the best ways is for you to learn from our mistakes. So without further ado, I'm going to kick it over to Patrick. Take it away, sir. All right. Welcome back to the Impact of Leadership. Now, we have started a new series as I have introduced it. I've given you one lesson that I've learned, and now we are on to story number two. This is called Leadership Exposed, brought to you by the Impact of Leadership. My name is Patrick Booth, and I am the CEO of Impact of Leadership and CCB Technology. Again, if you haven't checked us out, you've got to go to the website, ccbtechnology.com. We are a national managed service provider. Very quickly, we make IT simplified for small businesses. You got to check us out. We are ready to help your needs get solved. All right. So let's get to what am I doing with Leadership Exposed? Very simple. I want to share real leadership stories with you. I want you to know you are not alone. I want you also to know that we are connecting with you by sharing real stories that I've gone through. And Steve will be joining me uh, as he shares his own stories about what we have gained under our own leadership styles and stories of things that have happened. Some things are good. Some things are not so good. Some of us are confessing our own true stories of where we've messed up because leadership is not about being alone. It is about connecting with each other and understanding how we can all grow and that we all mess up and we all go through things, but together we can give each other confidence that we can move on and get through leadership struggles and positive growth 
by understanding what we've all gone through. Okay, so we do want you to share your stories. So please make sure that you share your own stories with us at info at impactofleadership.com. We are not here to gossip. This is not what this podcast is about. The podcast is about sharing real stories so you can change people's names. In fact, please do. We don't want to know a story about one of your coworkers or one of your past employees uh, and that we don't want to share anything that would uh, put somebody in a bad spot. But we do want to make sure we can share real stories. Uh, so change those names, but give us details. Don't make facts up. All right. We want to keep it accurate, uh, but please, uh, we'd love to share those with us so we can share those online. All right. And you, we will send you an impact of leadership gift if you do that. Okay. So here we are on leadership number two story, um, which is I'm titling, Are You a BSer? Okay, this is a real situation that happened to me, again, um, a long time ago. Um, but here we are, again, similar to kind of the last story. I found somebody who was brilliant. Okay, something you're going to learn about me. I got to tell you, this is a little fun fact. We use the DISC profile at CCB in order to us to know which personality you are. Well, I hope you're not surprised by this. If I've given you any indication, I'm a person that loves to have fun and loves energy, loves to get excited about new things. So I am a I. I'm an I to the edge, okay? I probably would be off the edge if they would let me do that, uh, which, which means I love to collaborate. I love to have excitement. I love to meet new people. I, I love connections and I love stories, which is why I'm doing this whole uh, series right now, Leadership Exposed. So with that being said, um, I know we all have different personalities and that's how it makes the whole company thrive, which is wonderful. Um, but one of the things that I love is exciting new people that come in, right? That, that wow me. And I had a high that came in and was absolutely brilliant. Again, like the last story, brilliant people wow me because I'm not one, okay? That's the truth. I'm a salesperson. I'm a marketing person. Uh, I love leadership. Uh, I, I do like operations, but I am not good uh, on being the technical person. I'm not, okay? I, that's why I hire brilliant people, wonderful, brilliant people that know how to do technology well and that we work together as a team to help take care of our clients. So this was somebody that came in that was brilliant, again, unbelievable, uh, wonderful person, great heart. I love this person's heart, super kind, caring, always willing to say yes to anybody. Uh, and and that, that that's my love language is, wow, this person really cares about people. So that was all there, uh, which is wonderful, which definitely uh, made me feel like this is a person that fits in our culture well. Okay. And they did. They absolutely did. Um, there was one thing that really stood out that I could not see right away because the person was just wowing me. Uh, in fact, this person had the best interview I've ever had. And let me explain why. We were interviewing and I got a knock on the door because uh, the person was just kind of doing a, um, a consultant job for us. And the person uh, in the department knocked on the door and said, uh, we need this person. We'll call him Bob. We need Bob uh, because we have a big problem. And Bob looked at me and said, excuse me, I'll be right back. I apologize. I was like, no, go. So Bob comes back, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes later. And I said, is everything okay? And Bob said, oh yeah, I, I fixed it. We're good. And I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's all good now. And I said, okay, I'm going to end the interview right now. <laughs> you just solved my company's problem in the interview. I don't think there's anything else for me to ask right now. You are going to get an offer from me. And we laughed and we smiled. And I thought, it was seriously, best interview ever because you just solved my company's problem. And, um, and the person was brought on full time. And that was wonderful um, in the beginning. 
And I say that because it was all the wonderful things I wanted. A lot of great experience, uh, made the team better. Uh, Customers were in wow of this person's knowledge is incredible. In fact, I used to say this person is a Ferrari. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we have a Ferrari. I've always wanted to drive a Ferrari. They're fun. They're exciting. They look awesome. Um, My gosh, you know, what can you do in a Ferrari, right? And I thought this person is going to help us just jump leaps way into the future, right? Go so fast. And and all that I think was accurate with this person's knowledge. At least at the time, that's what I felt. Uh, The problem with it is that I realized Bob never said the words no. And Bob never said, I don't know, to a question. And again, I didn't see this right away until some time went on. And I noticed that things were not going as well as I thought they were going to go. Um, either there was this phrase that we learned very closely, overpromise and underdeliver was happening. Customers were not happy because we said we could do it in a really short amount of time. And then we did it twice or three times as long as what was communicated. And I didn't know because I'm like, hey, if, 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 Bob says we can do it in this time frame. then I believe we can do it in this time frame because I'm not technical. Uh, he is, and he knows. And then we would find out later, customer was majorly upset. And then we would have to give a bunch of money back in a discount because, hey, got to take care of you know things that we didn't do well on. And we're not going to make that person suffer for it, right? So I remember I was with Bob in the car and we're driving and we're tr- we've been trying now at this time, trying to resolve or trying to find solutions to why are these things happening? Why are we over-promising and under-delivering? Where's things coming apart and, and everything? And I'd been in enough meetings at this point. It, it'd been a while. And, and I said, I got to ask you a question. Just me and Bob, we're in the car, just privately. I just got to be honest and just ask you this direct question do you really know everything? Because I know we joke and we say the internet asks you basically for answers before it gives us answers. But do you really know everything or do you just make stuff up? Like, are you a BSer and you just make stuff up because nobody questions you because you're so knowledgeable on so many things? And I said, I'm not trying to disrespect you, but I just, how can you know everything? How can you? Like, what do you just, what do you think? And it was awkwardly silent for a few seconds. And Bob said, 60-40. I said, 60-40 what? He goes, 60-40, 60 I know, 40 I make up. Was I getting a real understanding, accurate story or response uh, answer? Or was I getting a BS answer? And so I said, really? And and Bob was like, yeah. I said, okay. I always wanted to know that. I'm just, I'm just, now it makes sense. Thank you for being honest with me. I said, so do you just sound really knowledgeable and, and that's why people don't question you? And he said, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I mentioned lesson learned in that. I realized I have to do a better job of following up questions. People can easily wow me with their answers. And if I don't take time and if you don't take time as leaders to do follow-up questions and look for more details and even compare the answer to something else just to see if it's accurate, then you can easily be misled. I know I was um, and the team was and customers were. And then what are you left with? You're left with a lot of problems, a lot of cracks. As I talked about in the last story, foundations 
create cracks, but they're not by accident. You can do something to stop them. You can do something by preventing them, okay? Cracks are going to happen, but you got to be willing to repair them as fast as possible. So we went on and and I realized, I told this person, listen, I'm going to give you six months, six months to figure out how to untie a lot of these problems, but you got to be transparent with me. Just tell me you don't know. Just tell me and I will accept that. That's okay. I know that's not something. And you know, to be fair to this person, I think I realized they, everyone put Bob on a pedestal that you almost get stuck where you feel like you have to give an answer. And I've been there as a leader. Um, Steve Shear actually taught me it's okay to say the words, I don't know. It's okay to say, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out. And I remember the first time he did it, I was in a meeting. I was like, oh my gosh, everyone's going to panic because we're the leaders. Well, you let me tell you something. People would rather hear an honest answer than a made up one. They would rather know that they're going to struggle, that you're going to struggle in the in this decision that you are making versus, oh, I know how this is going to turn out. Just be honest with them. Again, as a leader, be real, be transparent. And I understand you can't give every detail out there. And I understand you have to keep some things private, but it's okay to tell people you don't know something. And if there's anything out there, and I don't think Bob's listening to this, but I'd be like, I hope Bob understands now it is okay to tell people you don't know and that you don't have to be the person that has an answer every single time. And Please, please don't make up something just to give people an answer because my goodness, when you keep giving just an answer and it keeps falling apart, now your credibility falls apart. So as leaders, stay credible by being honest, even when you say the words, I don't know, and I got to get back to you because I don't have an answer for you right now on that one. Okay, so here are a couple lessons I've learned. Number one, be real. Number two, don't overpromise and underdeliver. Three, ask the team how they're doing. Don't just trust the leader when they say, oh, everyone's fine. We do a survey now weekly with our staff where they actually give us insights on how they're doing from a stress and morale level, okay? And they're honest. You know, they can give us a five that they're fantastic or they can give a one that they're terrible. And we ask them to give an explanation of why because if you just get numbers and you don't have a story behind it, well, my gosh, that's a problem. Um, But our goal in our leadership team is now to follow up when we see low scores to find out how we can help. And sometimes it's just listening. Uh, Sometimes it's the stress where it can't do anything about it. The stress is just high this week. It's a lot of work, um, but I'm glad to be here. And and that's wonderful to see that, but it also helps us say, you know what? We got a good understanding, a good pulse of how this person's doing. How do we help them? Um, Lastly, um, make sure you keep your commitments. Again, I said that don't overpromise and underdeliver. It's better to keep your commitments even if it means it puts you in a tough situation and stress. I found that myself. I found that I gave this person six months to clean it up. It created a lot of stress on me. It created a lot of stress on my team. Uh, but I wanted to keep that word, and I did. And and then after the six-month mark, we did make a change. But I did not cave on my commitment. That was my integrity to Bob, is that I would give him six months to try to work on it. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, but, you know, again... Everything happens to a reason. We moved on, uh, Bob moved on, and and that's good, right? Um, and then lastly, again, I said this in the last one, I'm going to say it, by not having the right leader in place, it does break trust between you and the rest of the team, and it takes years to rebuild. So these are some of the lessons we've had to go through and we've had to learn. Again, I love things that go fast. I love a Ferrari. Uh, I've never been in a real Ferrari. So if you have a Ferrari, you know, let me know. And I would love to go on a ride with it. But the bottom line is, you know, it's easy to get wowed. It's easy to like shiny new things. 
But at the same time, you've got to be real and you've got to be honest with, is this the right leader? Is this the right way? Um, at the impact of leadership, you know, we believe that, that nobody has to be perfect, but we do believe that we want people to continue to grow and get better. Uh, again, we want to equip you. We want to get you connected with others. We want to have fun. These are real lessons that we are all learning, real stories. And again, we want to give you real advice. So please share with us what you have gone through, what you might want to be able to share uh, with us that we can share with others. Because again, we are not doing leadership alone. Again, having the right leadership will build your future, but by having the wrong leadership, could set you back years. Again, thank you for listening. This is the Impact of Leadership. Glad to have you. Take care. Bye-bye. Takeaways and action items. First of all, takeaways. Smoke is your friend. Fire is not. If you see a pattern, it's a pattern for a reason. Don't ignore it. It's trying to warn you. Ask questions. Keep asking questions like Patrick talked about. Do it. (laughs) Trust your gut. Trust the people around you. Keep asking questions. Action items. Once you see that pattern, take action. I don't know if it was stated explicitly, but we say it internally here and Patrick believes it. The longer you wait to take action on someone that needs to be exited from your organization, the faster your leadership is degraded. I'll say it again. The longer you wait to take action on that person that needs to be let go, whether they're your top performer or not, the longer you wait on that, the more your leadership influence is degraded. So take action on it. Now, if you liked what you heard here, tell us info at impactofleadership.com is the email address. We want to get your feedback Uh, or you can review it and like it and subscribe and all that other cool stuff. Uh, That helps us as well. And we do read all of those comments, but info at impactofleadership.com or you can find us on basically any social media platform. I would encourage you to go to LinkedIn and look up the impact of leadership. It's a black and orange and gray logo. Patrick and I monitor that regularly and, and we love engaging with you all. The other idea is to send it to somebody with a note of encouragement. Hit those three dots in whatever platform you're in or that little arrow box thing that looks like an arrow popping out of a box. It's like it's sharing it. Click that. It'll give you an option to copy the link or to text it to somebody or whatever. That's encouragement to us as well, even if we never know about it. Wait, how does that work? If you never know about it, how is it encouraging? Anyway, stop asking questions. Moving on. Thank you for listening to this episode, second episode of Leadership Exposed. We are going to keep sprinkling these in. We're only going to keep serving this food if you all enjoy it. So please give us feedback. As we said before, this is number two of a possibly three or five part series. We're figuring this thing out. We're going step at a time because we don't want to serve food that isn't cooked to your liking. Now, in whatever podcast app you're using, if you scroll down, you'll see something all caps. It says show notes. That's where there's links to uh, information about uh, impact of leadership, to connect with us, that kind of thing. And we have uh, over 130 other episodes like this one. So for example, you would hear from Bob Berg, one of the authors of The Go-Giver, professional athletes, all the way to folks that are in our local community, like nonprofit leaders and educators. We try to hit all the different segments to because leadership isn't about a title. It's about your influence, not your tax code, and not definitely not that fancy title that you've got. 
But whether this is the last episode or your first episode of listening to us, I want to thank you. So thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast. We do this to add value to you all, the leader, the influencer. We love you guys. So from all of us here at The Impact of Leadership, thanks for listening.